0: on T-minus 10, the show with 10-minute takes on the future of education in healthcare. I'm your host, Tim Fitzpatrick. On today's voyage, you'll hear from Linta Mustafa, CEO and co-founder at Vitract. Linta is a former national wrestler with an educational background in genetics. She previously founded a VC-backed medical device focused on longevity and is now the CEO and co-founder of Vitract, a gut diagnostics company helping providers access better diagnostics tools and treatments that are rooted in holistic and root cause-based treatments. What I love about Vitrach and with his background is that she's pulling on a few big themes we seem to be learning a lot more about lately. I'm talking about gut, mental, and metabolic health, and the common threads of behavior change and personalized nutrition that run through all of it. Just a heads up, you might hear a few words you've never heard before, like psychobiotics. We'll have keywords, definitions, and resources for you right here in the show notes we are ready to go. Please enjoy my conversation with Linda Mustafa, CEO of Vitract. Linta, it's so good to have you on T-Minus 10. Thank you for joining me.
1: Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Uh,
0: well, I know last time you and I connected at Health, we talked a bit about Vitract and what you're up to. I, uh, I'm excited because it kind of combines two worlds we haven't discussed yet on the show, uh, chronic illness and gut health. So I'd love for you to to kind of set the stage and frame how you think about each of those worlds as kind of a, a large thematic landscape that you're focused on at Vitract.
1: Absolutely, so our one-liner essentially is at a Vitract where our mission is to reverse chronic illnesses that are strongly tied to the gut. And these can include digestive, metabolic, and mental illnesses. And what all of this has in common is the fact that a lot of these systematically connect, are very strongly connected to dysbiosis within the gut microbiome. And another point that they have in common is that lens of nutrition altering the gut microbiome actually lacks in treatment of every single one of these chronic illnesses. So to talk about the breadth of what digestive illnesses include, um, over 60% of Americans have at least one, if not more, GI symptom. These can include heartburn, abdominal play, pain, bloating, um, diarrhea, constipation, etc. It this also amounts to the being the third largest cost to the healthcare system. Um, there's over 14 million um, hospital visits, 105 million ambulatory care visits. Extremely, extremely huge cost to the healthcare system. Um, almost $142 billion in cost. And that's not accounting for the $200 billion that we spent treating mental health illnesses. And what we're doing at Vitract is looking at treatment options that patients currently have available and noticing this trend of continually seeing a rise in medication use and a stagnant health outcomes um, data over the past decade. So we started digging deeper and we realized that there's a ton of research. The NIH funded almost a billion dollars in research fueling uh, regarding the gut microbiome, fueling all of these um, papers that have come out that show a very clear link between nutrition, its modulation in the gut microbiome and that modulating um, cr- symptoms and outcomes and development of these chronic illnesses. Yet that lens completely um, Lacks within healthcare, so we're taking all that research and we're translating it um, to actually be actionable.
0: Amazing! So there's, uh, of course, I know when we when we first met, we we kind of had a great session, nerd session on on these topics because we, of course, uh, Icona World, Icona Hat, we deal with metabolic health all the time, and, and one thing I've learned so much from from patients, from clinicians, is about that nutrition link uh, and how that that drives so much of what. Uh, of what patients experience on the metabolic health side and, and that low awareness and even mental health. And, and it's interesting to hear that they are all connected because when we think about uh, the complexities of a single patient who might have one or more chronic illnesses and all the the ways that they might experience those obstacles and, and their care, um, I love to hear that there's so much research and attention on bringing to light where gut health can play a role. And um, I, I'm most curious about how you are exploring it. So if you maybe could give us another layer here, you you mentioned uh, some of these high-level trends, so rise in medication use and kind of the stagnation of data. And I'd imagine I'd love to hear more about your plans for, well, what can we do? What What are the insights that you're most excited to to uncover, to explore, you know, not just product-wise, but kind of as a whole, where do you think we, we can be doing better to kind of find out where those missing links are in the current health system?
1: Yeah, I think this is a pain that spells not only for providers, but patients too, is how siloed we treat each condition that patients are experiencing. So what's really interesting is nearly 70% of children who are diagnosed with autism have a diagnosis of IBD as well. But what that looks like is a whole different set of doctors and different care teams that don't talk to each other. Um, and that pain is deeply felt in the consumer journey. And that's also you know, one of the reasons why I started Vitract. So we started thinking about when we launched our test um, direct to consumer, um, we saw this huge uptick in in interest for a test that was at home, democratized. Anybody who was frustrated with going to different places in the healthcare system to access care could access this test at home. Um, And then as we started talking to providers, we also realized that their yearning for whole body holistic care, they wanna be able to have access to patient data across different spectrums and actually trying to get to the root cause of some of these illnesses. Um, So what we do now is we actually have this intercommunication between providers via Vitract um, and we actually predominantly now sell our tests via clinics um, so that patients who are, aren't able to afford the current testing options, the diagnostic images for, for gut microbiome in a lab can cost anywhere from $400 to $600, whereas in our test actually retails for $150. So we dramatically bring down the barrier um, of personalization of care um, and increasing access to high quality care for more people. Um, so that's been one of the core pieces of what we do
0: um, but that's great. I, I uh, thank you for for breaking it down. I think you know, you're you're not a first time founder. I think uh, when I when I talk to you, I, I can all I can always hear kind of the the lessons learned and how you think about the market, how you think about who you serve, what the product has to look like to be accessible. You know, if I'm pulling on some of the threads, you're you're talking about democratization of at home testing. So for people who are curious and want to learn more, but you're also talking about making it easier for providers to communicate and having a platform where, where that can happen seamlessly and then connect the data of the ad hub testing along with the, the B2B model that you, that you have. Can you, can you, I want to make sure I'm fully understanding and articulating the product. And so it sounds like it is B2B you, you kind of serve providers, but at the same time, you have this other path that is democratization, making it easy for anyone at home, Who's curious to get access to a retail kit? So uh, I want to make sure both of those are fully covered. What is what is the full model? And is there the consumer side or is it mostly you're working directly with providers at this point?
1: Yeah, and that that's a really good point. We are an omni-channel business. So when we think about the different points of access that we you have to patients and where there is the strongest pull we, rather than making assumptions, actually went out and started, um, we launched the test direct to consumer for six months, and then we started offering it to different types of alternative care providers to figure out where the strongest pull was. Um, And right now, we, our primary focus is scaling via clinics, but we've also found that this approach of partnering with mission-aligned companies that can act as Great distribution, existing distribution models to your end consumer is the way that we look at direct to consumer right now. Um, I think one of the key parts that have regarding the product that have really helped us scale in the early days with clinics is the fact that clinicians don't actually have a lot of training when it comes to understanding the gut microbiome and nutrition. It's just not a part of. Um, you know, it's shocking. There's one course typically in medical school that talks about nutrition. Um, so the way that we've built the product is helping them actually understand um, that that link between different illnesses and, and how nutrition and you, the composition of your gut microbiome actually plays a strong role um, in managing those symptoms. So education has been a really key part in in helping us um, get through to providers and getting them excited about introducing a new product into their workflow.
0: And so I thank you for bringing up education. Obviously that's a huge part of our focus uh, on T minus 10. And when we talk to people, especially founders who are bringing these exciting new products and platforms to market, regardless, whether it's D 2 C or, or especially selling in B2B selling to providers and scaling with clinics, it seems low awareness, especially in, with something that's uh, either breaking down silos and making things more accessible across specialty areas. Uh, Any time there's a product being sold in the primary care where it seems a lot of innovation is, is targeted, at, uh, especially that education component is, is critical and it, it can be the Achilles heel if it's not done right. So I, I have to imagine that it, it sounds like it's a big part of, of the challenge and the opportunity for Vitrack for you and your team is helping people understand especially the clinic clinicians what is possible when they they do partner with you um, what that looks like make it easier for them to have that conversation with patients or whoever it is that they're helping to to get access to the at-home testing so it's i I love to hear that where do you do do you see that education applying no matter your your partnership strategy and and then i'm i'm also still kind of curious about when you think about the chronic illness space and just how complex and vast that is, if there are certain areas that you are you think are interesting that maybe are going to be some of your first focus areas and segments as you start growing.
1: Yeah, um, education is actually a key part of our onboarding and sales process. So oftentimes... The, the more information you get providers, the more excited they get. So we will talk to them about, we'll actually pull up a demo of what the report looks like and each recommendation that we have for, for their patients, you are able to double click and you're able to see all of the peer-reviewed research papers that you can click into that back up that claim and that gets them really excited because sometimes when they're reading through that information they think of ideas around oh maybe certain supplements and there's something else in this research paper that i can use to help my patient so when you look at this spectrum of alternative care providers um you, know, you have naturopaths, functional medicine doctors, dietitians, and they're all kind of playing detective. They're trying to look at the body as a whole and trying to figure out how they can best treat their patient. So the more information you can equip them with, the easier you make their job. And then if you make their job easier, the more likely they are to use your product. Um, and then in terms of areas within um, chronic illness, we sort of started at Um, launching the product, focusing specifically um, for depression and anxiety, because one, um, we have the largest amount of literature that um, we're able to use to derive recommendations to improve health outcomes for those patients. Um, And then the second is digestive uh, GI tract related issues, because they tend to be so strongly tied to mental health. Um, One interesting segment that we have just started to explore now is um, actually autism in children um, we're seeing a strong pull from patients actually coming to us parents rather um looking for better options to uh to treat to help um treat their children because it you know they're either they if they're experiencing autism they're on medication and the side effects of that medication along with uh, potentially the development of IBD causes that experience of um, trying different medication and being on medication for a long-term, really a painful journey for that child. So patients, uh, parents are going out of their way to look for solutions um, and there's a dire need in that space. So that one was, that was one where we initially hadn't thought that there was a strong market, but you know, it was that pull from the market that, that helped us understand that actually there's, there's something here. So that's the, the next channel that we're, we're looking at.
0: It's uh it's so interesting to to hear the three segments because they, you know, they are related. And I think about the stakeholders from parents to the patients themselves. Um, I'd love to, you know, it's kind of the last area around product questions and user experience. Um, What is, what is the, the patient side, you know, we've, we've talked a bit about the clinician side, what does the patient or parent side interaction experience with vitrax look like in terms of those recommendations? Where, how are they consuming that? And what, what does that look like uh, today? And then if you're planning on taking that into a different evolution in the future, what, what could that look like?
1: Yeah, it depends on how the end customer um, ends up using the product. So if they uh, found the test through a clinic, then they're most likely working with a provider already, and then the provider will use their best judgment and the education that we give them to treat that patient. Um, If they found us through a direct-to-consumer channel, then we actually do have RDs on staff that provide ongoing coaching. So when we launched, we actually didn't launch with this feature, and we realized that you can give someone the best report in the world it can have you know, it can extremely personalized it can have information that will change their health outcomes um, but it's that behavior cha- change piece that it's really really challenging um, and so we realized that it, when you look at existing solutions for example patients are 50 or you know customers are 50 percent more likely to go to the gym if they're seeing a trainer so that accountability piece um, made us realize that if we have this ongoing mm-hmm. coaching piece it's actually quite necessary to see those health outcomes um, so now we pair the test with with ongoing coaching uh, with a registered dietitian on our team
0: i love that idea the behavior change you know is is so challenging and the idea that they have the support the ongoing support uh from from your team and you know, RD is just having again what, what we know about kidney disease and the role of dietitians and just how yeah, invaluable they are in, in, in a patient's journey and understanding what they can do, you know, what changes, small changes they can make on a daily basis that really get them closer to those recommendations you're pointing out. So, and in something so complicated as food and what you eat on a daily basis, it's just one of those things that everyone, no matter who you are, you face those decisions every single day. And uh, you, everyone could use some support there. So it's great to hear. Cool. Linda, I'd, I'd love to kind of wrap up with kind of any closing thoughts, things you want to share that I didn't ask. And then, of course, I want to make sure people have a chance to connect with you. Anyone who I know, lots of people who do follow us for kidney care focused. And there are quite a few dietitians who also follow T-10. So um, ways to connect with you and, and any kind of parting words you'd want to share.
1: So I think what's really exciting is that the test that we've rolled now allows us to collect all of these data points that will help us develop novel treatment options in the future that are targeted at treating the root cause of illnesses so if you look at the current approach today um, doctors will prescribe antibiotics but they will never prescribe probiotics as a form of treatment and so the closer we get to collecting this data the closer we get to actually um you know these clinical psychobiotics and um development of these these novel treatment options and that's what we're really really excited about um in in terms of getting in touch with us you can always reach us through uh Um, or feel free to reach out to our team personally. We're happy to answer any questions. Um, I think our community of RDs grows every single day. So sometimes um, RDs reach reach out to us because one, they have a... A tricky patient, and they, you know, they don't know how to treat that patient, or they're struggling with figuring out the right nutrition, the right supplements, the right testing. Um, and we have a community of RDs that can help answer that question, and, and can help answer the question of how can you use the ViTrack test to to improve health outcomes for your patients. Um, so, also happy to connect with any alternative care providers that are looking to be a part of that community.
0: Amazing, and for those who are active on linkedin and twitter linda's active always has good advice for for founders for builders for operators um and linda thank you for for coming on it was so good to have you on t-minus 10.
1: thanks for having me so fun